This is Why Libertarian, the show dedicated to telling the stories of libertarians new and old, promoting libertarian values, and fighting against authoritarians, statists, feds, and anyone else who would like to steal your liberty and freedom. I am Matthew Strzok, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Enjoy. Happy Friday! It's that time. The end of the week. It's been a long week. It's been a long couple weeks. Uh, just uh, getting started with this, like, every Monday through Friday, going live every night has been, um, it's like a step up. And, you know, I'm trying to juggle full-time work and a business and everything like that and family on top of this. Um, and so uh, it's Friday. I'm taking a couple of days after this. We do have some stuff happening over the weekend, but uh, I'm going to dedicate a lot of time uh, to being home and helping out and being around the, the kids and my wife and everything like that because it's been a lot over the last couple of weeks. But we made it. It's Friday. Um, this is Why Libertarian. I am Matt. Thank you for checking in with me on your Friday evening. Um, really quickly before I get rolling, as usual, like, comment, subscribe, share, hit the notification bell, uh, and retweet, get this out there. So um, this isn't going to be a long episode. It's not going to be a rant. It's not going to be something like overly political or anything like that, but it's really going to be focused on something that I think keeps coming up time and time again. And we saw it uh, really, first of all, toplobster.com. If you, if you like the, uh, if you like the headgear here, toplobster.com, uh, head on over there and check it out. Um, obviously we're coming into warmer months, so you're not necessarily going to need this piece, but um, there's a bunch of stuff over there. Awesome t-shirts. So anyway, um, there's been a lot of stuff that, uh, has come up as of recently that just has made me think of some of the, some of the things that we're, we're facing as a liberty movement. All right. And the one thing I wanted to talk about tonight was just being open and vocal and open and vocal doesn't mean, um, you know, screaming at the top of your lungs. Believe me, there's, there's, there's a bunch of like, you know, Shane Hazels and, uh, Josh Smith's and, uh, you know, Clint from Liberty, uh, from, uh, uh, Liberty Lockdown and, um, whatever there's Dave Smith's and there's, there's all these people out there. There's Eric DeGelize. There's all these people out there that will yell from the top of the Hills, right? Like they will get attention and it is their sole in, intent to get attention. Um, that's fine. Like they, they will. They will get the message out there, but actually even more effectively, like I think through like the thing that happened with Libertarian Party of Kentucky and, and the one tweet and and Dave Smith coming out and kind of like um, railing against the vaccine passport as he should, as we all should, um, you know, he gained a ton of followers. A bunch of other people gained a ton of followers. There was a huge amount of reach and, you know, Libertarian was trending and things like that. And there was also a ton of people that were saying like, you know, Shh, or don't say that, or that's mean, or that's hateful or right. But like one thing kept coming back to me and it was this idea that like, um, if anyone's ever read the story of, or even watched the movie of Harvey Milk, um, and, and how, uh, the, the, the gay community, mainly the, 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 the male gay community in San Francisco, um, fought for equality or, or at least it wasn't even equality because they, they didn't even gain that at the moment. I mean, it took a long period of time for them 
to to gain equal footing. But it was just a matter of of trying to get escape from just punishment and and being thought of as an underclass and and as second class citizens or as lower than everyone else. One of the things that he said was like, you have to let everyone know. Like he was big on people, people in the gay community coming out of the closet. He was like, you have to let people know who you are. And you don't necessarily have to throw it in their face. You don't have to be like all confrontational about it. Obviously, if they call you something and, and treat you substandard because you say what you are, you know, it's on. But, you know, I... The, the key is like you have to let people know that you're there and, and that someone feels that way and, and that there is a different way to think, right? I, I think that's, that's something that a lot of us are beginning to discover. Like there's the wake up moment for each one of us. And the question is, well, how does that come about? A lot of us, the wake up moment came from, you know, a Ron Paul or it, it came from, you know, maybe a book that we read, or it came from a natural progression. But for each one of us, there was a wake-up point where, you know, we, we, we had to come to terms with the, the way that we felt. But there had to be someone else out there that was talking about these things in order for us to have that moment for ourselves, right? Like, it, it didn't just materialize out of nowhere, out of the ether. It... It came about because there was someone like a Ron Paul who was brave and stood up and said these things. And so the one thing I wanted to talk about is, is, you know, I think a lot of people out there are liberty minded and they're afraid to say it. You know, I, I think it was a BS thing for like Gary Johnson. And I think even Joe Jorgensen said this, like, you know, I think everyone's libertarian. They just don't know it yet. I think a lot of people are liberty minded. Who cares about the libertarian part? I think a lot of people are liberty-minded. And I don't think that they don't know it. I think they're afraid to say it and live it. And that's a big deal because that's a that's a huge like hurdle to get over. It's a, it's a it, for many folks it's a self-imposed mental barrier to living a life of liberty and freedom. Um but what I do know is that there's a lot of people out there that find it easier if there's someone to help them through it, not necessarily be their guide, but just know that there's someone else out there. Like Liberty Twitter is a fantastic place. It's also an ugly place, but it's also a fantastic place because let me tell you about New Jersey. I, I, I can't stress this enough to people like the, the, the state of how deeply uh, centralized and authoritarian New Jersey is. I, I won't even use the, you know, the, the social word, right? Like, it's just authoritarian. It, it is corrupt. It is top-down. It is centralized power in far too few hands. Um, and as someone who is part of the liberty movement now, I think of the way I viewed things like even 12 months ago, and it just felt like there was no one, right? Like, there were people on the re Republican side or, or the conservative side that were you know, said that they were fighting the fight and things like that. But even them, I didn't really see eye to eye with because the principles didn't exactly line up, right? They line up in a couple of places, but they didn't really line up in, in, in you know, most places. And, and that common thread of liberty was there in a couple of the issues and just not all the rest of them. Um, and I'm always one who's looking for consistency, but more importantly, I was looking for like 
like running mates, right? Like I, I wanted like, I wanted a pack. Like I didn't want to be there just by myself out in isolation. I do that en enough as an entrepreneur. I mean, like being an entrepreneur is extremely lonely. I don't, I don't think people understand that either. You know, as someone who is the, 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 the person who has their name on the, the masthead or whatever, it's, it's not like people aren't your friends. Like even your employees or, or people that work alongside with you or partner with you, they're, they're not your, your friends. I mean, they might be friends outside of business, but the majority of the time you're interacting with them in a way that's not, you know, friendship and buddy-buddy and stuff. And there's a lot of kind of like artificial, you know, friendship that gets passed back and forth. But, um, you know, the one thing that I, I felt like I was missing for a long time was a tribe, right? Like I was, I was missing, and I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to say that we need to be more tribal. But what I'm saying is I need to feel that there's actually someone out there who feels the same way I do. Um, the, the Liberty creators, like the Liberty media people that are out there, a lot of the folks that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, you know, they, they help, right? Like they're, they're voicing what needs to be voiced, but what's really powerful and, and what's gonna be way more powerful than anything that they can do, right? They light the spark. The way the fire gets going is, is when we start building community. Like that's really important. There needs to be community built around these principles, right? Not everyone's a loner. Not everyone can just kind of live in isolation. Um, even in a lot of agorist circles, they, they, they work with each other. They pool resources and barter and help each other, right? Um, the Liberty community needs to be built. And it's not built just by, you know, people screaming from the mountaintops. It's built from people living a life of liberty and freedom. And so it's really important that, and I know it's scary because a lot of you might be surrounded with folks that just have completely different viewpoints. So much so they, they're, they're propagandized and, 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 and indoctrinated so much that they, they are screaming. <laughs> they're the ones that are screaming. And they want you to shut up whenever you say anything that's even like a, 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 a like a little bit different than what the narrative is that they want everyone to parrot right you might be surrounded by those people but it's really important to let folks know how you see differently okay you don't have to argue with them you don't you don't have to pick a fight but you have to raise the issue because look some people you're not gonna actually most people you're not gonna like you know convert or or you're not going to change their mind okay but a lot of people out there are quiet you know trump spoke to a lot of people that were quiet and that is a major reason why he was popular it's and, and continues to be is because he spoke to people that felt like no one was speaking their language i think those people speak the language of liberty i think they just kind of got diverted because a demagogue came around but it's really important to say it because I can tell you from my own personal beats here in New Jersey, the last 12 months has been, it's been eye-opening because, you know, I, I would say that my awakening happened years ago, but I never really felt like I wanted to get involved in this movement until I met the crew of people that I have around me now. Um, and, and it's a crew of people that like, we, we just knew that we got along from the very beginning because we see things 
through, not, not the same way, but through a, a, a similar filter, right? And it's that filter of liberty. And so we might have things that we disagree on and we might have things that we go back and forth on, but for the most part, we're, we're extremely cohesive in the sense that like we, we want liberty, like true liberty amongst ourselves and our own personal lives and as much of it as possible for the people that want to take advantage of it, that want to actually live it out. Um, but that wouldn't have been possible if all of us stayed quiet, right? Like that wouldn't have been possible if all of us didn't kind of like, you know, venture out and be like, uh, you know, taxation is theft, <laughs> right? If we didn't venture out and just be like, you know, all laws are infringements. We needed, we needed to be able to voice those things. It's like, it's like in the wild when you have a bunch of animals and they're all kind of, they seem like they're kind of like, you know, just sending noise back and forth and, and calling and things. They're letting people know, or they're letting other animals like them know where they are and that they're the same, right? Like, oh, like I'm over here, right? Like if you come talk to me, like I talk your same language and I'm like, you know, buddy, buddy. You know, um, I think in the liberty world, we need more of that, right? Like Dave Smith's going to continue to do his thing. The other creators are going to continue to do their thing. Um, you know, most of the people in the Libertarian Party are going to continue to try and like move campaigns forward and, and, and initiatives if they're, you know, um, act, you know, being active and trying to fight back against things like the vaccine passport. But what really takes it from like a, 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 a small smoldering ember to a gigantic bonfire type flame is if we begin building community. Tom Woods even started to say something like this, um, I think uh, a couple days ago. And he, he put out, uh, I forget if it was a tweet or, or, or a letter. Uh, and he, he said the part that I think a lot of people are afraid to say. And it's that Look, there's this civilization that we live in, right? Like there are these towns and, and these, these cities and these counties and these states and this, and this country that we live in. And we're operating under the premise that we want to live amongst everyone um, in the community and, and just be able to make it work, right? But maybe it's possible that we just have to build our own parallel community. Right. Not 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 segregate ourselves and not like, you know, move out into the middle of nowhere and, and create, you know, Libertopia and some kind of commune somewhere that's hundreds of miles away from everything. But literally build these parallel communities. Um, it's something that the crew here in New Jersey really it's what inspired us to start trying to move towards this idea of the deep dive, this social club that's going to be a nexus. It's going to be a, a, you know, the brainstem for what happens here in New Jersey with the Liberty Movement. Um, and, you know, it's, it's one part activism, but at the heart of it is community. It's bringing people together that want to be free. It's, it's a place where when the, the world comes crashing down around you because it's all centralized and it's all authoritarian and it's all corrupt as shit, you can go there. It's the Alamo, right? It's, it's the place where you can call home base. When you're up against it and you're fighting the fight, 
its home base. And, and that's something that we need to begin building and replicating throughout the entire, not even just the country, the world, right? Like, I, when I'm lucky enough, I get some of the folks from, like, Uganda that are partying this, like, libertarian, uh, um, you know, association that's out there in Uganda watching and interacting with my content. Those people are building a community. They're building home base, right? We need to do the same thing. We need, but you can't do that unless you raise your hand. And be like, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm for liberty, right? You can't just walk around and then, you know, placate people. You know, there's a ton of people right now that are walking around asking others, you know, like, oh, so when are you getting your shot? When are you getting the vaccine? Like, when are you getting it? Are, are, are you, uh, are, are you getting the second one? Like, you know, are you priority? Are you authorized? Like, you know, when are you getting it? How, how did you feel? Uh, there's a lot of people in the liberty movement that I know of, myself included, that will placate those people. They'll, they'll, and, and it's an innocent question on their part, right? It's a very innocent question. But many of them think that it's just a foregone conclusion. Just everyone should get the shot, right? And it's not a foregone conclusion. It's an option. You have an option. Everything in life should be voluntary. In fact, it is until the government makes it not voluntary. But, you know, when that question gets asked, it can be very uncomfortable to give the answer that you want to give. Or if someone says, well, you know, how do you feel about this vaccine passport? Uh, I, I'm actually for it because, you know, I'm going to get my freedom back and, you know, I want to go to the ball game or whatever. Um, it's really easy just to be like, yeah, 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 it's, I, I, I guess, I, I don't know, whatever, right? It's really easy to be like that. Um, but you know what? There's some people out there that they, they, they feel the way you do. They either know it or, or it's, it's like inside and they just haven't been able to kind of like, you know, put the words to it, right? Like it's, 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 they've, they've, they've kind of felt it, but they don't know what it is yet. Right. And it can help having someone say the words and then being like, wow, you just spoke the thing that I've been feeling and I didn't know what I was feeling for a while. Um, but the, the, you know, the, the need is there for, for the words to be spoken. You, you have to raise your hand, right? You have to give out that call to be like, you know, I'm here. Um, in New Jersey, I, I, I would have to say like, the, the nexus of that is Mike Rufo, who was on last night. Um, we, we have a crew in Jersey that is growing, and it is like you can feel the energy amongst us, and you can feel the energy because it's beginning to attract people, right? Like we don't even – we don't just have to like go out and recruit one at a time. There are people that are beginning to like gravitate toward us because – we we say it out loud like we're not afraid to say it and yeah there's potential repercussions you could have family and friends and things like that that think differently of you after you mouth those words but you know on liberty twitter there's a lot of people that have no problem running their mouth <laughs> myself included all right but the question is does that actually play out in real life right twitter is not real life twitter's twitter it's an alternate universe, okay? Um, 
does it play out in real life, right? Like, are you able, and again, you don't have to get into a fight. Like, I'm not saying go out and, and pick a fight with people. I'm saying have the conversation. Stick to your principles, right? One of the things, I, all of us, you know, at least in the New Jersey crew, and, and, and a lot of us within the Liberty Movement keep coming back to is that video of uh, Ron Paul at, uh, on Morton Downey Jr.'s show like shouting down a, a crowd, like a mob of angry people that were yelling at him. And the sick thing is the hypocrisy that's on display in that very show, right? Like they're talking about drug legalization and they're talking about illegal foreign interventionist wars. And he's, he's pushing back against them just as vehemently as they're coming at him because they have the crowd right? Like they have the numbers. That's what gives them the courage. All right. What gave him the courage was the, the principles. It was, it was the liberty. That's what gave him the courage, right? Like that's how he knew he could shout down a crowd of a hundred angry people. Um, and I talk about the hypocrisy because you, you know, Morton Downey Jr. sitting there, he's smoking away on a cigarette talking about drug legalization. And then, you know, like they go to commercial and he runs in the back and he does a line of Coke. Like that was, that was, Downey Jr. I mean, like that, <laughs> that's the family, right? Um, but the, the, the liberty gave, and the principles gave Ron Paul that strength to come forward and say those things. But I'm not even saying that you have to shout down a crowd of 100 people. Just talk to one person, right? Just have the conversation. Some people are, are so polar, you're not going to reach them, all right? The key is identifying that really early on. If they're so ultra polar, like you can, you know, broach the topics, all right, just to like like fly a, a balloon out there. And then when they come back at you and just ah, rah, 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 and bite your head off, like, all right, whatever. This one's this one's too far gone, right? Like we, I'm, I can't, I can't talk to this person. But there's some other people out there that you're going to have daily conversations with who legitimately don't seem to have an opinion one way or another or rather they're just not displaying it. And a lot of those people probably feel or see things the way that you see them. They, they, they see the lack or the loss of freedom and liberty. They've experienced it and are continuing to experience it. Those are the people that are gonna be open and receptive. And you're not doing it to convert them. Like, I'm not saying to go out and like evangelize to them. What I'm saying is go out and just have an honest conversation with principles and logic because that is in very, it's, it, it's a very rare commodity nowadays. It's very precious to come across people that are principled and dedicated to liberty. And I can tell you that I would probably still be out there wafting around trying to find my place if it wasn't for the group of people that I was able to come across and, and of all places on Twitter, right? Like a little bit on Facebook, but mostly Twitter was where it happened. And it was just, you know, a couple of people were vocal enough to catch my attention. We started having a conversation all of a sudden it's a group chat and then it's a, and then it's like a book club and then it's a podcast and then it's a, you know, that snowball effect gets going. And, and I've said this in the past, and, I, and I, I, I believe this to my core. 
the two parties that are out there, the two sides of the aisle, that are, these behemoths that are fighting back and forth, they have unlimited resources, like literally unlimited. If, 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 if they were up against it and all of a sudden the Libertarian Party was like a thing tomorrow, they would be able to call up and raise a billion dollars like that, right? Like, like nothing, a billion dollars in an instant, a heartbeat. But the one thing that, that Ron Paul proved to a lot of people is that the message of liberty doesn't need a billion dollars. It needs some resources, right? Like it needs some people, it needs some time, it needs some energy, it needs some money, all right? But you can be David and fight Goliath as long as you have liberty as your slingshot. And, and take this as someone who's coming up with an allegory I am not inherently religious much anymore, okay? But the, the, the story is very true, right? Like, you don't need a bigger sword to take down a giant. You need a better tool. You need a better weapon, right? Um, and liberty is that, it's that thing because it is, it is not contorted, right? It's, it's attempted to be contorted. But it's not contorted. It, it's it's something where it's not like a political party platform that you have to like you know do gymnastics mentally in order to make sense of it. It just makes sense, right? Like the the, the platform builds itself around the principles. I ca I can't even begin to tell you what the principles are of Republicans and Democrats, but what I can tell you is that they build community. The Democrats are better at building like culture. Right, like mass appeal, easily digestible culture. The Republicans are good at building community, especially religious conservatives. You know, I mean, they build churches. They they build these kind of like uh, these. Um, I mean, tribes. Like they they build tribes where they're at, and they do a really good job of that. Libertarians aren't good at that, and and anyone who's in the liberty movement, regardless of how you identify, we need to get better at that. And, and Tom Wood's point is extremely well taken. We have to find places where liberty can thrive, right? There, there are certain places where plants just don't grow. We have to find the places where the liberty plant will grow, right? And then, then it's on us. You've got to plant it and tend it and water it and, and weed and everything like that, right? But we have to build community. And, and I, I think it's becoming painfully obvious that we can't build community in a conventional way within the, you know, the centralized authoritarian, um, you know, uh, community or, or world that we live in right now. We have to carve out our own space, right? And you know what? We'll let people in, but but we can't just be like, oh, okay, well, you know, we're going to latch on to you here. Or we're going to latch on to this here. We'll, we'll just, you know, we'll just tack a little bit of liberty onto this existing community here. It's not going to work because, again, the, the, the principles are succinct and they're, they're pure, right? And as soon as you tack onto another community that doesn't exactly share those principles, it's really difficult. It gets murky really quickly, okay? And I'm not, but I'm not saying, like, don't talk to those people. What I'm saying is we have to be vocal to the point where we're identifying each other and we're finding each other and we're coming together as a community, right? We have to be able to build those, that home base for us to like 
launch from. We have to build that center where, you know, once we have that, then we build the next and the next and the next. And it doesn't have to be centralized either in terms of the control, right? Like, if anything, my journey over the last 12 months has taught me that decentralized, uh, uh, you know, order is better than centralized. It's centralized, you know, order and authority and planning is convenient. It, it's easier from the sense of, you know, it's the quickest route to making order. Decentralized order is messy, but and it's difficult, but it's more resilient. It lasts longer. Eventually, it ends up being more productive than the centrally, centrally planned order. Um, so it's not like you have to create some nexus and then you know create some kind of like colonization plan. But what I'm saying is create home base, whatever that looks like. For us in New Jersey, it's going to be a social club. It's going to be a centralized location. It's going to be a core of people that are going to dedicate themselves to getting the message of liberty out there, right? Whether it be through political activism, running for campaign, you know, for, for political office, uh, whether it be helping out in the nonprofit world and raising funds and showing that libertarians truly believe in building community. That's the other aspect of this is a lot of folks uh, that don't understand what we're about because they just haven't heard it. They will try and say, oh, well, libertarians are just selfish, right? Like, y'all just want your money, and you don't want us to tax you, and you don't want to give to the poor. You just want to, like, be be wealthy and rich and, and leave everyone else to their own devices. And that couldn't be further from the truth. But when you build these communities of, of liberty-minded people, you know, part of that community-building process is it's giving back. It's It's... You know, and again, not building a wall around your community, but integrating it into the broader community that's out there and showing people that the, the liberty community is there not to be selfish and just give me it, it's mine, and don't take anything that's mine, but actually giving back, right? Giving back to the people that are around. And, and I can tell you a million times over, like, there are so many people out there that embody this, and it's just a bad marketing plan is, is what it is. It's bad messaging, right? In New Jersey alone, we have multiple nonprofits that are represented by our small group of people, right? Like, out of seven, eight people, we have multiple nonprofits that are either originated or supported by us, okay? But that's not what people want to focus on, and... We do a piss poor job of telling people that that's what we're doing. But if we showed them that this is what we do, this is how we live, that's going to be the way. You know, coming back to that that you know euphemism about uh, or, or that uh, story about Harvey Milk, like you have to you have to let people know that you're there. I think part of the message or part of the the misconception of what happened with the Libertarian Party of Kentucky tweet was all about like, well, what if we alienate people and what if we gain one follower and lose 10 and things like that? Well, here's the thing. Probably like those 10 people that we lost didn't even know we existed in the first place. That's the state of things. Or if they knew that we existed, they don't know who we are, right? And so that's the key is you have to identify yourself. You, you have to put it out there and you have to own it. And then you also, that, that in turn doesn't just help you. 
it helps the other people that are around you that might have been afraid to come forward. They might have been afraid to voice what they stood for. Or maybe they just didn't even know yet, right? But somewhere in there, there was some level of fear because they were afraid that they were going to get canceled or they were afraid that they were going to get, you know, excommunicated from the group of people that didn't see things that way. And libertarians have that, like, we have such strong, like, um, mutual, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, we, we've had to go through some shit, right? Like, from both ends, like, we get it from both sides. There, there's community there. You can commiserate on that, right? And you see that a lot online. But, you know, one of the things that you can also build that around is just the, the fact that you have this cohesive, principled uh, approach and thought process, okay? And you want to build a nexus of people that are going to show others, like, this is what we're truly about. The propaganda, the, you know, labels of us being, you know, domestic terrorists or, or hate organization or something like that. All of that, I mean, you can't out-propaganda them. What you can do in your local community is show people, like, this is what we believe. This is how we act. This is how we live our life. And if you wanted to embrace liberty, this is how you can live too. So... Um, I don't want to go too much longer than that. It's a short episode. It's Friday night. Um, I actually think Josh Smith is probably live right about now. So uh, once you're done here and you hit the like button and you subscribe, you should go over and watch Break the Cycle uh, with Josh Smith. And uh, I forget who he has on tonight, but I think it's a pretty good guest. Uh, but so, yeah, you could definitely go over there and catch out catch Josh, Josh Smith. Um, Toplobster.com. All right, toplobster.com. If you uh, like some some Liberty merch and stuff like that, uh, look, I want to say thank you to all of you and a huge shout out uh, to the crew here in New Jersey. Um, look, I'd, I'd still be lost and floating without you guys. Um, this is something that has reinvigorated me in a time of just complete darkness that has given me something that it's not just something to latch onto. It's not just a lifeboat. Uh, it's a it's a freaking Liberty speedboat is what it is. Um, and, and I'm loving every second of the trip, of the drive uh, that we're on. So uh, there's going to be more big stuff coming out of New Jersey. Uh, just, just watch. But uh, if anyone is interested, if you are in the New Jersey area, hit us up on Twitter or online. Um, I'm also going to throw on the scroll here. I did update my Linktree. So if you go to Linktree... Um, my hive, uh, my hive accounts are on there now. I am beginning to post there. I think as part of my weekly shtick, maybe Friday nights will be my three speak live, live cast night. So if you want to watch me on Fridays, um, you're, you're going to have to tune in on three speak. Uh, there is a episode in on the YouTube channel that is a one hour, like, newbie like how to get started on the hive blockchain episode okay it will be an hour that believe believe me when i say this it will free you the people that i've met on the hive blockchain the the diversity of thought and individuals that are on there 
is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. I've had more productive conversations on there, only having a handful of people that I follow and a handful of people following me than I've had uh, in probably weeks on platforms like Facebook. Twitter, I have, you know, a bunch of people that I've connected with over a long period of time, so I can't necessarily say it's reached that level just yet, but we are building a liberty community on the Hive blockchain. And on top of that, um, Diego says, awesome stuff, very hard to do a show by yourself. That's true. That is true, Diego. Sometimes I feel like I'm kind of like yelling out into the void, you know, um, but uh and uh, my brother tuned in and said, you're not alone, brother. Love your passion. Um, thank you very much. From, from the beautiful state of Georgia. Um, I do not know why YouTube doesn't uh, give any notifications. I'm sorry about that. But um, if you do hit the notification bell, it's supposed to. Uh, but uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I typically throw out a tweet as well, probably about like uh, 15, 20, 30 minutes right before I go live every single night. So there's also that. So, but, um, oh, and here's another selling point of Hive. Hive isn't just like a social media platform, okay? You actually get to essentially make money off of your activity on that social media platform. It helps build the platform. It helps grow the value of the crypto, which is called Hive, that backs it. And uh, if I just throw this up, this is Hive crypto, man. It's like, it spiked earlier in the year up to almost a buck. And it's been running up here as of late. It's been a really good store of value throughout this whole thing. And it's because that it is based off of the activity that happens on the blockchain. And that activity is increasing every single day as more apps and more use cases come into play. Uh, there, there are some like commerce-based uh, apps that are on the platform, there are going to become a lot more as this gets more popular. So the other thing that I am gifting to you in this episode is get in now. Like these folks are dedicated. They left a successful blockchain, split from a successful blockchain because that successful blockchain was attempted to be hijacked so that it wouldn't be decentralized anymore. These people are the true believers in decentralization and they, they will protect that with everything and i'm telling you the people that you meet on this platform are absolutely fantastic um, and they have a vested interest and once you become a part of the community again this is one of those communities we're building a liberty community on blockchain so if you can't make it to new jersey to the deep dive and let me buy you a beer eventually once we get it opened um, definitely hit us up on the hive blockchain check us out uh, and come check in and see some of the content that we're putting up there so that's it 40 minutes, I was a little longer than I, I thought, but uh, that's it. I will be back Monday. Um, I forget who I got coming up Monday, but we got a full week. Check out uh, on Twitter, on Facebook. I will be putting out the schedule for next week. We have a full week of episodes planned. So I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a fantastic weekend. Good night. Thank you again for tuning in. This is a quick reminder to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help get the message of liberty and freedom in front of as many folks as possible. See you next time on Why Libertarian.